live to tape from San Miguel de Allende, Guadalajara, Mexico. It's aging with energy. The old guys travel show. Yeah, we're doing a series of tapings here while both of us are away. It's humble and friend, by the way. Isn't this a wonderful song? I mean, mm. you know, it, it, it starts every show and ends every show, aging with energy, but uh, you want to talk about vibe? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I dig baby. it. You're yawning. Mm. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Um, no, it's a great vibe. <laughs> Sorry about that. I didn't think you could hear me. Uh, yes, as always, this program uh, is brought to you by the Retirement Sherpa and the Chamber Plan. And we've mentioned on some recent episodes that... It's kind of unprecedented for us. Uh, last year, I took a month away while you were back in Toronto. Did you go? Did you not go away anywhere last year? Yes, Panama City Beach for a month, right. which turned out to be pretty cool uh, because um, I went with my brother-in-law and we golfed a lot, and the weather was such that we could walk on the beach and enjoy the beautiful sunshine and whatever. So, but this is the first time we've ever been to San Miguel. This is your third time, my second time. And as I mentioned on a previous episode, you're about 10 minutes or three kilometers-ish away from me. Mm -hmm. I was going to come and collect your uh, wife and uh, your best friend's wife and take them to this cool market today, but I'm not sure we're going to do that. That's how close Freddie's living to me. Well, that would be a nice gesture, but, uh, you know, if you're not feeling up to it, then, uh, you know, another time. We're yep. still here for a couple of weeks. Yeah, we're here for a couple more weeks, which was, brings to, I know we're going to talk about, uh, this is a Fred's episode today, traveling to uh, follow the Blue Jays and the different cities you can go to. It's a pretty cool coming up here in a second. But I was going to ask you this on one of the other episodes, because you've talked about walking and continuing to walk to keep some of your weight down. Have you had any sense of what your weight's doing? Um, when I came back from um, Cabarete Beach in uh, mid-February, I was up about uh, almost four pounds. Lost three of that before I came here. Uh, haven't walked as much here as I did there, um, but I don't think I've... I don't think I've drank as much beer here as I did there and the past week or so, not so much in the restaurants, a little bit of sickness. So mm-hmm. like uh, nothing alarming, Howard. I'm sort of in that probably 174 to 177 range, I would think, weight wise. You know, this I, I can't I had this conversation with somebody, you know, this is the longest I've ever been away. And this is since I stopped uh, drinking seven years and uh, almost three months ago. I've weighed myself almost every day since I stopped because I wanted to lose some weight. And I, you know, I just kind of like needed to get control of my drinking and my eating. But then a couple of years ago, almost a, um, maybe a couple of years ago, you and I started this diet thing called Noom. So with Noom, I was also weighing myself every day. But I haven't weighed myself since I left Toronto on the 28th of January. I have no sense. I don't think I've gained any weight. But I really have no sense of it because everything seems to fit the same, right? Yeah. Uh, I imagine by the time I get home, I'll 
listen, if you don't, you know, if you're eating rich food, which we tend to when we go out and probably enjoying a few more beers than I normally would, it's it's going to pop up. But again, not not, you know. Not that it's going to be anything alarming or nothing I can't shed over the next four or five weeks after I get home. Yeah, no, I bring it up just because, again, it's not uh, alarmed. I don't feel alarmed. If anything, I probably have lost a little weight because my stomach's been acting up. But it is interesting. And that, the last thing I'll say before we get to the following the Jays is, you know, I've had a couple conversations with my daughter and the guy that's taking care of my dog. And... Mm-hmm. This is also the longest I've gone without seeing my kids or Stan. And uh, yeah, man, you know it's a little bit of a little bit of homesickness. Yeah, I get that, Stanley, your little bud who you're with every day. Why wouldn't you miss him? Yeah, and your sweet daughters—they don't like to have their daddy gone for two months. You know, even if it is a four-hour plane ride away, you know, nothing crazy. You know what I mean? Well, it's something I'm going to think about next year. Yeah. Definitely, I'm going to build in. If I'm gone this long, I would build in a visit with them somehow or another. Well, we've already made that determination that the March portion of our trip next year will include a week or two of my kids and my grandkids as part of the fantastic the adventure. Yeah. Uh, speaking of adventures, uh, years ago when we were working at the Edge. There was always a cool trip to spring training. There was a couple of years where we, I think one year we did our morning show from Dunedin. But today, Freddie's going to talk about traveling to follow the ball game, uh, ball team uh, in not just one city, but in three different cities. Yes, we call this triple shot power. Triple shot. <laughs> triple shot power. You know, um, a lot of guys, women too, my wife, and you know, as an example, love the Blue Jays. And again, if you're looking for something to do during the summer and you want to go on a little road trip, um, it's fun to follow the Jays. And, you know, when you look at the cities that are close to Toronto that you can drive to, they may not seem exotic, Howard, um, but they can be interesting. Mm. Uh, an example, Cleveland. Five hours away, right? And uh, Progressive Field, a beautiful little ballpark right in downtown Cleveland. I mean, their football stadiums downtown, too. Their arenas downtown. They've got it right. You know, to revitalize Cleveland, which didn't always have the best reputation, they've put all those things downtown, which has helped again revitalize uh, the city now i've been there a couple of times and really enjoyed it and what i haven't mentioned yet is another add-on another reason to follow the jays to cleveland is the rock and roll hall of fame how cool is that it really is you know i've been there to see a browns game went to the rock and roll hall of fame been there for uh, the, to see the jays uh, same thing went to rock and roll hall of fame it really is something um, you know you can go in there and spend four or five hours without even really noticing the time go by mm-hmm. it, it, it you know and they always have um you know they always have these special events and uh, one time i was there it was u2 so the whole top floor is u2 stuff and the first time I went, it was John Lennon and uh, all the um, memorabilia and all the stuff connected with all the superstars of rock and roll. 
it's uh, something I think everyone should see. Mm-hmm. I mean, not to mention the, the ball club. You want to follow your Blue Jays, that's great. Um, but it is something to, to, to that draws people to Cleveland as well. And that's a pretty simple road trip. How many hours is that a drive? Not, it's just five hours. Yeah. And you're there. It's actually the same amount to go to, mm-hmm. probably shorter than going to Montreal. You know, they used to have this thing in Cleveland called the Flats. It was down by the river, by the water there. And uh, apparently, for some reason, it really didn't survive. It was a really cool area, but it's just moved a few streets up. So, again, you're there in the summer. You're there for a ball club. Cleveland is not what you might think it is. It's Mm. a cool little city now with a lot to do. So that's city number one. Uh, Go on the road with the Blue Jays to Cleveland. This one, a little more interesting from a historic standpoint, would be Boston. It's an eight-hour trip. Now, on your way to Boston to see your Blue Jays at Fenway Park, historic Fenway Park, which everyone should do if you're a Blue Jay fan, you can stop off at the Baseball Hall of Fame in Cooperstown. Highly recommend it. Mm. Highly recommend it. Uh, Delise and I did this. It's just a little bit out of your way. We stayed at a beautiful bread and uh, bread and breakfast. Bed <laughs> and breakfast. That's all they give you. For breakfast, you just get bread. <laughs> and uh, Cooperstown's a great little town, and you get to see the Baseball Hall of Fame and uh, all that goes with that. And again, a little Americana uh, Main Street with some... Again, nice restaurants and bars, and we had a really good time. And then off to Boston the next day, and uh, a lot of things to do in Boston. You know, the history, the waterfront, uh, you, you can this Constitution walk that you can take, which is a lot of fun. It really is when I say fun. It's just so historic, that city, as you can imagine. And then you can pop up to Marblehead, where um, this is, you might be interested in this, It's it's the... It's the home of marine aviation, Marblehead. And you know what that means? Um, Aviation, like flying and stuff, yeah. Marine aviation. Uh, Okay, cool. I don't know what that is. This is where the first biplane. Cool. Was uh, was used, uh, invented, developed, and used in that area. And just jump back a second, though, because I've driven to Boston with my kids. It's a great drive. Did it over a couple of days. I've flown yes. to Boston a couple of times, most recently with Rachel. But it is a. I've, we've done that. I've done that little historic walk. It's fantastic. All those old grave sites and. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, and it's going to sound cliche, but uh, the best clam chowder I've ever had. Yes. Um, the food is fantastic if you like seafood. Mm-hmm. Um, from a restaurant standpoint, a little bit of a disappointment is when you go to the Cheers restaurant. Everybody's got to mm-hmm. do that. But it's no, like, what? What is this? I know. And not to be a downer or dark or whatever, but, you know, you can stand along the route of the Boston Marathon as well. And um, they've actually designated an area mm-hmm. that they've marked the area where the bombing was. Which is a little bit of creep, a uh, little bit creepy, but at the same time, uh, what's the word? You're just standing there and you're feeling that little bit of recent history, mm-hmm. horrible as it is, but you're still there, if you know what I'm saying. No, absolutely. It's like, uh, in a way, going to visit any, like going to Ground Zero in uh, New York or Dealey Plaza in Dallas. You know, it's not macabre. It's just kind of a significant point in time. And, uh, you know, people should remember it. And you can also pop over to Salem and all that goes with Salem, you know, with all the witchcraft stuff in the history. I mean, from my perspective, I don't believe in any of that stuff. So to me, it was very novelty. But it's amazing the people that go that are right into witchcraft and then buy into all that mm-hmm. stuff. And uh, 
that's yeah as 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 goofy as it is it's also interesting so we've gone it to really Cle- we've gone to cleveland we've uh, taken in a jays game at the uh, green wall is that what it's called the green wall monster house monster green monster <laughs> the green monster the green monster wall and uh, mm-hmm. our third stop following your blue jays well, just this past summer, um, Baltimore, a little farther away, eight to nine hours in Baltimore. I think it's called Murder City now or something. The murder and crime rate in Baltimore is over the top, but much like the reputation of Mexico. I mean, mm. I've been there a couple of times and it's fine. Baltimore, the city, okay. Uh, the park, the uh, Camden Yard, a nice little ballpark downtown. That's where you see the Jays. But you might want to make a week or so of it and stay just south of there. Um, it's called Annapolis, um, that whole area on the waterfront. It's almost got like a Florida vibe in the summer mm-hmm. because all these beautiful um you know, bridges to different little islands and uh, the ocean right there, the inland waterway or whatever they call it, and all the cool restaurants and bars that are right on the waterfront. And if you love seafood, it's just amazing. And we were there in the summer and it was crab fest. And if you don't mind the work that it takes to get the meat out of a crab. Mm, I love um, it. Yeah, it, it was just... It, didn't you go on a party on a boat as well? Weren't you like at a... <laughs> Howard, yes, we did. It was the, um, what was the golf movie um, with Rodney Dangerfield? Oh, Caddyshack. Caddyshack. We were on the boat that was actually used in Caddyshack. <laughs> That's right. Now I remember. Our buddy, John Ellison, who has been on our other show, he actually rented it for the weekend for overflow for friends that came. But it's, um, you know, there's so many of these little pla- there, these places that... Again, on the surface, you think, ah, why would I want to go to Baltimore? Well, once you go and explore the area, it, it is pretty cool. It, 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 to me, it's, it's worth the trip. I love it. So Blue Jays in Cleveland, Blue Jays in Boston, and wrap it up with a trip to the Blue Jays in Baltimore. You know, I could have mentioned a, a couple others. You could go see them in Detroit, but there's really nothing to do in Detroit, right? You would go strictly for baseball. Yeah. And another one, only five hours away, is Pittsburgh. I haven't seen the Jays in Pittsburgh, but now with the interleague schedule, the Jays will play there quite often. Pittsburgh is a city that is much different than its reputation. Yeah, for All sure. I can say is don't hesitate to go to Pittsburgh. It's a cool little town. And speaking of the Blue Jays, I am very excited. I got an invitation to opening day. Going to go check that out. Isn't that great? Can't wait. Yeah, I know. Very, very lucky. So there you have it. Another episode of the Old Guys Travel Show. As we age with energy together. Until next time, it's Humble and Fred. As as probably, as always, brought to you by... So you can tell we don't edit this. As always, brought to you by the Retirement Sherpa and the Chamber Plan. Could you tell where my head was at when you found me? Me and you went to Man, I thought I had everything, I was lonely